What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. As someone who constantly studies greatness and probably a poor student as of yet, I'm always fascinated by one overarching thought that always runs through my head. How do I get there? How did they get there? Before even that, how did they even define what there is? And how did they get clear enough on their there for it to be enough impetus to bend their actions in that direction? As a poor student still, I am constantly in awe of my teachers. I am at times discouraged and diminished by taking count of where I am with no clear idea of exactly how I'm going to get there, especially since my there is still quite hazy and undefined, which is a whole host of issues I'll try not to labor in this episode. The first thing I usually consider is that I'm not as smart as these people. They know something about themselves or something about the nature of reality that I do not understand. And this fundamental consideration is probably what feeds my constant seeking and searching for what exactly it is that they know that will help me if I figure it out and find out that might help me unlock my capacity. And I suspect this is what feeds the entire self-help industry, people thinking, a false thinking, people thinking that they aren't enough yet, don't know enough yet, don't have what that missing piece is yet. And so continues the search outside for what is probably not there outside. Then, of course, I move off the topic of intelligence and talent because something my girl has always reminded me is that there are people out there with a lot less, a lot less knowledge, a lot less experience, a lot less of resources, a lot less of everything, but are still doing way more than what I'm doing or have been able to do so far. And there's no shortage of real-life examples of people who seemingly overcame all the odds to attain their level of success. And I'm not trying to define success by any material sense. To me, a person who chases and develops their full capacity is a success. From the outside, that may appear as material success or accolades and accomplishments, but what fascinates me isn't the achievement or what they currently possess and end up with as a fruit of their labor. But the very fact that they first found an object of desire well out into the unknown, and maybe this fascinates me because that's where I'm stuck today, and then after finding that desire, they left the comfort of their backyard to trek into the murky waters to try and reach for it. That takes someone with an underlying and internal force within them. Maybe some purpose that drives them, or maybe dark energy needing to compensate or prove something. Either way, I'm fascinated by that entire developmental curve. And regardless of what steams it, 
what delivers the result is something that I suspect is same across all variety of motivations. The thing that delivers the result, no matter what the drive is internally, is action. That's the thing that it all hinges on. What becomes clear to me over and over again is that what you become is less a matter of what you are and more a matter of what you do with what you are. Talent is often quoted as being only 10% of the equation. That whole hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard bit. So no matter how intelligent I think I am or how much I really am not is definitely a factor, but only 10% of the factor of what it is that I actually become. The 90% is hinged on what it is that I actually do day in and day out, hour in and hour out, minute by minute. Because those are the same building blocks used by the people I am fascinated with. They didn't have what they have now drop in their lap, nor stumble upon it in their next learning. They built it brick by brick. Like beliefs, beliefs aren't found. They are developed. What you become, what will end up fascinating someone about you and how you got there will be all the hidden parts that they don't get to see and appreciate. That whenever you had a choice, you made the one that led to your desired outcome. That whenever there was a possible distraction, you minimized. Whenever there was an expedient path, you chose the one less traveled. All these day-to-day choices and actions that end up mattering so much more than what you started out with possibly ever could. Think about it. Just in the sheer volume alone, your innate talent could not outrun the effect that your day-to-day actions have. You cannot rest on your laurels. You cannot win against someone willing to outwork you. It would defy the laws of physics. Effort compounds. Time spent towards anything will mold that thing into something. Because we are what we do. I say this even as a criticism of myself. And maybe in some ways I come full circle and credit myself with applying this understanding in many other aspects of my life. I say criticism first because in a pragmatic view, looking forward, any pace slower than fulfilling my capacity, heading towards fulfilling my capacity and what it is that I desire, any pace slower than that is a fault of my own. Determined by the actions taken or not taken in the time frames that I just mentioned. Day-to-day, hour-to-hour, minute-by-minute. And credit can only be given looking back. So sure, I haven't exactly had an idle life. There's something to be said for the confidence your time spent on something gives you. Your compounded effort builds a moat around you. No matter how talented or brilliant a person is, you cannot contest with what I have consistently done for almost two decades. You would be either arrogant or overly optimistic to think you can. And this extends to my own realization of how you cannot rely on your talents to compete against those who put in work day in and day out, action in and action out, 
you are getting left behind in a real serious visceral sense. You cannot compete. My entire life, I ambitiously put myself in positions despite my age or my experience. And that led me to taking pride in realizing and often being told that I was ahead for my years. And having gotten older and having that pace slow down and not feeling the level of pride in myself when judging the development against my age now, and also probably ironically being the older guy now who sees the younger ones with full of potential as them being well ahead of where I was, I can't help but it all coming back to the theme of today's episode. Action. Somewhere in there, at that time when I was outpacing my years, I always did more. And funny enough, I stole the idea from Casey Neistat's tattoo. I used to literally Sharpie write, do more on my left forearm on a daily basis while sitting in my corporate job. And my managers didn't like it, but clearly they didn't get the message, so I left. But seriously, the message was for me, a reminder to myself that I can always do more than what I'm doing. And somewhere in there, I stopped doing more and a lack of action decays you fast. And in recognizing my own failing at this, I tend to see this in other people as well. I cannot tell you how many smart people I have met in my life. I also see the brilliance in everyone's unique expression. All I see is potential when I meet someone, so I'm constantly speaking to their best and calling forth their best. And maybe this is selfish in a way to affect my own experience, and maybe as a way to be what I wish I had, but also selflessly for them to actually have someone believe in their potential. But either way, I see a lot of intelligence in a lot of people around me. And because I'm naturally invested in people this way, the same emotional tenor that I have for myself, I'm also similarly disappointed and disheartened when I see them fail to grasp at that potential. I'm always saddened to see them discount their reach for it altogether. The same as I am when I see it in myself. And oftentimes I see it slipping away from them in one distracting action at a time. One misplaced priority at a time. One foregone opportunity at a time. And it slips away every moment you do not take claim of your next moments. Every time you fail to take claim of what is in store for you. And a key to that storage is your daily grind. You submit a vote towards who and what you are going to be by everything you grasp with your hands, every direction you walk with your feet, every unnecessary thought you fail to eliminate or manage, every wasteful word you utter or filter. All of this when conducted properly, are the hidden parts not readily seen or accessible to a student like myself looking to study somebody great, looking to study greatness in general. And all these things that I cannot see are the things that underline the very trajectory of what leads to my fascination. All the mini action steps, mini adherences to principle, mini accordances to value, that's what leads to what looks like great leaps, many steps at a time to great leaps. A lot of problems in life can be mitigated by just doing more. 
And yes, there's an art to doing the right things and sometimes doing less of the wrong things, but it all comes back to the same point. Action. Self-directed, conscious, intentional action. All of what you want in life, everything you want to be, is brought forth by everything you do. Do more and you'll be more. Love you, family. Stay true, always. See you on the next show.